Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What is the basic life skill class that you or someone in your life needs to take? 651 that's the question we're asking on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And the reason that I'm asking this question, what's the basic life skill class that you or someone in your life needs to take, is because somebody on Facebook shared that they were going to a laundry class. Mm. And I thought, that is interesting. Also, totally what is, genius. What do you learn in a laundry class? Like, put the dish or put How the to laundry do soap? laundry. I mean, is that hard? Listen, you'd be surprised. I think that there are many people who did not learn the finer um, details of doing the laundry. Okay. Like stain removal. Yeah. Like uh, what to, to wash treat. in hot. I could see that. What to yeah, wash like how to treat cold. a stain. Yeah. yeah. I thought that is genius. What do you do with laundry blood? class. I, and then I started to think about all of the other life skills that I really needed a class for. Like what? Um, like, I really do wish I would have taken some sort of, like, car knowledge class. Yeah. Especially lately, I've been having some issues with people telling me things about my car. Yeah. And, and when you feel like you're uninformed, you don't feel like you can really advocate for yourself, right? So, like, I think car maintenance would be one thing. I honestly think that everybody before they own a home should take some sort of, like, home care website, website uh, class. Yeah. Learning things like what filters you need to change, how to check oh, sure. them, you know, yeah. when you turn your hot water or the, the outside water on and off, how to take care of your yard, what you need to pay attention to on the outside. I mean, there are just things that you don't learn in school that you need to learn. Yeah, for sure. Annie's on the line. Annie, what life skill class do you or a loved one really need? I do think that I need, I'm sorry, but it's um, self-defense. Oh, and it's true. Oh, I sure. agree with you, Annie. Absolutely. Not, I haven't taken it because my balance isn't the best, but I need to do it. And I have two out of my three kids in karate. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Thank you, Annie, for that call. And I will just add to that a self-defense class. If you're, if there's something that you're thinking is getting in the way of you wanting to take a class, the thing to think about is the fact that if you ever are in a position to have to defend yourself, that thing that is keeping you from doing it will still be present. So that's one way to overcome the obstacle and go and take the class. If you've got balance issues, if you got attacked, you'd have balance issues too. So 
you know, learn the principles of it. I've taken one before. I've helped. Um, I've helped with one of them, and the things you learn will stick with you forever. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. No, that seems like a good one. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What basic life skill classes do you or someone in your life need, Bradley? Do you have? You know, I mean, all of those things at this point in my life, I've gotten, I think, you know, through family and Google. I remember just having to contact my dad repeatedly. Like at one time I had to change a sink and, you know, I was like, how do you know? And this was before YouTube because today Mm -hmm. you can just go to YouTube for everything. Pretty much. Like literally, if you're like something blew up in my house, YouTube it and I guarantee there's going to be a step by step video on how to fix it, whether Mm -hmm. or not that's right. I don't know. But it, you know, I'd have to, I had to call my dad like, how do I just do this basic thing that everybody else seems to know about? I don't. Things like electric, uh, like in your house, like Mm -hmm. knowing when you need, like, like I had a fuse blow, uh, an outlet blow up once. And I'm like, does this mean my house is going to burn down or should I just pretend that didn't happen? You know, that kind of stuff. Right. Right. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. What life skill class do you or someone in your life need? Elizabeth is on the line. Hi, Elizabeth. What life skill class do you or someone in your life need? Well, I thought about this one recently because we flew with my in-laws on vacation and they hadn't flown for 10 years. So I thought if you plan to travel or even if you don't, like it's a nice idea to just know how to operate yourself in an airport (laughs) while getting on a plane, Mm -hmm. while deplaning, Mm -hmm. while going through customs. All that stuff that's like people just screw up because they're they get panicky when they fly. Yeah, and I get that. There's anxiety, but if there was just a small little like refresher class on this is how to act in an airport. This is or how what about just just say. act in public, well, <laughs> yeah. right? But people get weird when they get to airports. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's like yeah. they You're become so right. different people because yeah. of the anxiety the, around it. Yes. Oh yeah, they're like nightmares yes. sometimes right elizabeth like, that is a great idea thank you so much like even just like an arena to practice plain in. etiquette um i would like to add some that i think my children could use um because apparently they're not responding to my tutelage things like flushing the toilet a but class that's not on a skill flushing the toilet that's following you know what i mean like because I, I was thinking about those kinds of things and i feel like that's just you're you're just being willing willfully ignorant because there is no class necessary to like if there's doo-doo in the toilet you flush it and if you need a class i know there's problems turning but off i don't the think lights. a class is going to help i think that's just a I'm choosing not to follow direct. I I do those things in my day to day, and I will tell you, Jamie, I don't not flush the toilet. Let's be real. Um, but I there are other things that I just don't do, and Jamie's like, "Why don't you just do that?" And I'm like, "Because I don't, and I know I'm not supposed to do that, but I did it." So and oh my god, do you know what I mean? Like yes, but that to me is different than like I don't know how to do uh, like the fi- like if you told me that I needed to ch- change the filter in the uh, furnace. furnace i'd be like i don't know youtube yeah, that's exactly. a youtube moment uh is it reeny <clears throat> reeny's on the line what is the basic life skill class that you or somebody in your life needs hello hi hi i have always thought that there should be a basic life class skills on how to break up with somebody oh mm. that's good what would you anything, learn anything in that class? In school. Yeah, what would you learn in that class? I think you should learn red flags to look for. Mm-hmm. Um, how to these days, how you know, to not not to ghost people, not to start ignoring people, That's not to sure. wait until things get so bad that you hate each other. Yep. 
Good one. That like is that. good. Stuff, I think. Maybe All you right. need to go out and do a class. I think that's a good idea. Write that curriculum. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Now, all of a sudden, there's a lot of calls coming in. I wonder if they have some more thoughts about things like turning off the lights class and shutting the garage door after Oh, that drives class. me nuts. That's the one and, thing Jamie doesn't do is turn off the lights. Oh my gosh, that makes me crazy. That stuff is not free. But I get angry with him. Uh, there are like two things that I get angry with him about, and then there's like thirty that drive me or drive him nuts about me. Yeah, so the, it's a little it's out of imbalance because he's always like, "That's just what you do," and I was like, "Well, guess what? That's not what I do." Which well, leads to all I want sorts to continue of this conversation. We can do that. Sure, well, no, I mean, because doesn't everybody have that? Like, there are certain things that, like, my spouse and my children do if that I'm do like, that tomorrow. why don't you guys do this it's thing? It makes me crazy. Like, he, um, I leave the, the fridge open when I'm like, I pull something out. I'm leaving the fridge open until I'm coming back to the fridge. Mm-hmm. He will intervene and shut the fridge so that I will then turn around and be like, the fridge is shut. Okay, now I got to open the fridge again. Oh, don't even get me started. I had a roommate who used to leave the cupboards open because she always said she was going to go back into them. And I'm like, well, yeah, eventually you will go back into the cupboards. But they have doors. Shut the doors. Oh, it makes me so crazy. Yeah. I can't stand it. Okay, well, maybe that's You know who else makes me crazy? Lena Dunham, and I can't wait to tell you about her when we come back. We are going to find out why, uh, why she's driving us crazy today. Lena Dunham after this on My Talk 107. All right, well, there is one celebrity who drives us pretty much the craziest of all on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Who are we kidding? There's a handful of celebrities, but this time. Yeah, it's Lena Dunham. We're talking about Lena Dunham. Listen, I'm telling you, you getting on my last nerve. Colleen and Bradley present. Working my last nerve. You are stepping on my last nerve. Lena Dunham is literally the most annoying celebrity in the world. And you don't have to take my word for it. You can take her words for it. And that's what I'm going to share with you, Colleen, because she has written a piece uh, in Vogue about her breakup. Now, do you remember when she broke up with Jack Antonoff? I mean, it had to have been like six months ago, maybe. Uh, It was a year ago. Okay. Okay. So she's still talking about her failed relationship, a relationship that she had with Jack Antonoff, musician, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, And she has spent the intervening year talking about it in depth, repeatedly revisiting it, and has now done so in the most atrocious, most painful prose that I have yet read from our good friend Lena Dunham. Can I read a little bit from you? you Do we have, I know we got uh, somebody uh, destroyed all of our fabulous background music. Do we still have like our dramatic music? Like soap opera music? Because I just think a little bit of flavor might add to the tragedy in some of these words from Lena Dunham herself. Now, what publication is this piece in? Uh, And what is it a piece of? I'm just kidding. Doo-doo. I'm just kidding. Flaming okay. hot doo-doo wrapped in self-congratulation, self-aggrandizement, self-flagellation, and self... Um, Selfiness. Amuse-bouche. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. First of all, shame on Vogue. Go on. Should I read some of this? Yeah, yeah, Do we yeah, have yeah. any music? Yeah, yeah, I think she's working on there it. Go. Well, whenever it happens, it happens. So now she's talking about her heartbreak. 
They dated for five years. They literally dated for five years. Of course, you're going to mourn that relationship. But a year later, she's still talking about a guy she dated. Okay. Mm -hmm. Quote, we sat in our shared kitchen of nearly four years and quietly faced each other, acknowledging what nobody wanted to say. That obsessive connection had turned to blind devotion and the blinders were coming off to reveal that we had evolved separately for an exquisite moment. Rather than mourn the loss of my partner, I mourned the loss of my bravery. I used to have no problem staring into the face of the hostess in a restaurant oh. when I said, just one for dinner. Thank you. Wait, I need you to do that last piece again. Not the whole thing. From the part where she mourned the loss of her bravery. Yeah, for an exquisite moment. An exquisite moment. For okay. an exquisite moment. Mm -hmm. Rather than mourn the loss of my partner, I mourned the loss of my bravery. I used to have no problem staring into the face of the hostess at a restaurant when I said, just one for dinner, thank you. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry, it was a little bit that came out um, a little hot. So she goes on to talk about her relationship, but listen to this. Just can you, I want to just read you these words and you tell me how you react because it's so, like she has no idea how absurd she sounds right now and how privileged she is. We've all had bad breakups, mm -hmm. right? Oh, like yeah. we've all been miserable, but nobody died. Right. Nobody, to my knowledge, cheated. I don't remember even why they broke up other than uh, they were I, just well, not. I think the reason they broke up is because they annoying. sat in the kitchen and looked Stared at each other, other and learned that they as, evolved separately. As <laughs> my relationship had unbraided itself... I would often fantasize about my own space, but that was easy to imagine with a living, breathing body beside me, the constant option to call someone and complain about the chaos of my day or the stain on my skirt or the irritatingly apologetic way in which the woman at the pharmacy had asked, oh, she also uses the passive voice, which is just a pet peeve, had asked for two forms of ID. Now, security blanket, here's, this is where I want you to pay special attention. Mm -hmm. Now, this is Lena Dunham, one year after her relationship has ended. Now, security blanket removed, folded and shipped to some distant warehouse. I moved in with my parents and lay across their spare bed, texting everyone I knew. Sup. So, like, she's so miserable that she moves in with her parents mm -hmm. and then, like, bothers her friends. Like... Which means that she wasn't doing that before, which means she's probably the kind of person that like totally shut everybody else out of her life uh, while she was in a relationship. And then once the relationship didn't work out, she's like, hey, guys, give me attention now. Yeah. That's all this is, is. Totally. Is her needing attention from everybody else because the the one guy who put up with her stuff for five years has has decided to move on. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I was about to say is like she is the type of she's like an, what they would call a, an energy vampire. And so she had put all of her focus on uh, all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, telling her partner all about herself. And then when he was no longer there as an option, she was out fishing for somebody else to victimize with her personal woes. I mean, seriously, it literally I encourage you to go uh, if you need to hate read something today, go to the Vogue piece uh, because it goes on. She talks about having to take uh, long baths, having to read poetry books from cover to cover, having to go to restaurants alone and having to move out of her parents place eventually and into a temporary apartment. I mean, oh, God, who reads like who goes Oh, I just so relate to her. I guess other privileged people who haven't really had to struggle much in life. Well, I mean, like, you, the, here's the part I can relate to. She broke up with somebody and she's, you know, trying to put her life back together. But a year later, for us to be examining with a toothpick every single moment of her emotional breakup... Is a little self-serving and 100% and Literally to start the piece with the words, I'm going to die alone, tells me that you're about to tell me things in an overly dramatic fashion that is completely unnecessary. Appropriately, Crazy Stupid Idiots coming up next on my time. Crazy Stupid Idiots, those are dumb people doing dumb things, and we like to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show on my talk 1071. Yes. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, and these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Okay. We're not going to Florida, though. We're going south to Iowa. Ooh. We've been to Iowa in a while, but yeah. I need to tell you about a man. We may have talked about him in the past, but um, there was a recent development, so I thought uh, the story bared sharing. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Thomas Morgan? He's 44. Do you remember this guy? Not yet. Okay. Well, you might... Uh, but I want to I want to paint a picture for you. So let's all go on a journey together, shall yeah, we? I would love to. Sometimes you're out in the world and you have to go wee uh, wee, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you know, men are, are different than women in this Thank regard. You. So you guys have the benefit of a stall uh, where you sit down, you mm-hmm. close a door, and you have some private time, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you see some ankles, maybe you see some uh, toe tapping, or you know, hear lucky. a woman in the next stall going talking on the phone, which is the weirdest oh, thing. I, I don't hate understand. that. Don't even get me do started. That. Like, you're pooping. Please stop. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, but men, we have a different. We actually have to stand next to each other mm-hmm. while holding our junk. I've always thought this was weird. And go, go to the bathroom. It's kind of weird, right? I've always thought it was strange. So imagine how you know strange that is to begin with on any old day of the week. So you're just walking into the library one day in uh, in Iowa. 
at the University of Iowa, rather. And you, you know, do to do, do to do, do. And there's a guy next to you. Mm-hmm. As a guy, you kind of try to not pay attention to the people that are next to you, it's right? It's the rule. You You're don't just look. focused. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. People, I'm sure people look, but you don't act like you look, right? Um, also, it's just not conducive to peeing, Mm-mm. focusing on anything but peeing. So imagine then that you're there and and you can just feel somebody looking at you out of the corner of your eye, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, ooh, do I look? Because I don't want to look, but I can feel somebody looking at me. Mm-hmm. So then you look. And what would you do, Colleen, if you saw the guy standing next to you holding his Schwanson grouper in one hand? And a ruler in the other. He was measuring his stuff at the urinal. He was measuring his wiener at the urinal. (laughs) And it wasn't like he was on a fact-finding mission. Mm. Okay? It was like, hey, look at me measuring my wing-dang. Like he wanted other people to see... Yes. In fact... What the numbers were. The guy goes oh this is pretty big huh oh gross what would you do if you were me well i don't know because i but my first instinct might be to what i'm doing is um going potty that is to just oh see it because i was thinking i would just turn the hose <laughs> well hey look quick thinking that would be awesome right yeah but uh, barring that, most men would just seize up instantly and that would the, the flow would cease mm-hmm. because you would be mortified and terrified and you would want to hightail it out of there. Well, lo and behold, this guy, uh, Thomas Morgan, aged 44, who was holding a ruler in one hand and his wing wang in the other, had created his own ruler out of a piece of cardboard and a Sharpie. He had several rulers that he had self-made, apparently out of cardboard, atop the urinal for him. Maybe there was like, I don't know, a, a metric ruler and like, you know, inches and centimeters. So he could, you know, do some comparisons, oh, conversions. Did he want to pass them out to other urinal users or what? Like, <laughs> I, I don't, don't understand. Maybe. Um, the, uh, he denied that he had been aroused by the incident, but the victim in question said that it appeared perhaps he was in a state of semi-arousal. Uh. And uh, he also did uh, say that he was he was just curious. Um, About what? You could be curious about that in your own home. I tell you, every man has done that. Also... But you don't do that at the urinal. Yeah, there's... If you want to compare situations... I'm sure that there are ample uh, examples on the The internet. internet. Yeah. And by the way, there's probably a bunch of people who'd be happy to, you know, go to a dark room and uh, watch you measure your stuff and compare measurements. You could do probably there's probably a club. Yeah, I'm sure there is. But not the restroom. I mean, can you imagine if a lady was like, I don't know what the equivalent would be for a lady. don't really measure things. No, not really. Boobs. Nah. Not really, because because that's not like with a, a measuring stick. No, I but, just mean like, but that's a measurement people can see with their eyes. You know what I mean? We can't like generally speaking, we can't take a peek at 
like our boobs are always yeah. moderately visible. Yeah. In other words, it's easy to look at a woman and go, well, that person has bigger boobs than that person. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. just walking around life. You don't need to be in a bathroom. You don't, you have don't to need have to be naked. You don't have to have a ruler. ruler. Exactly. Yeah. You can just use your eyeballs. And also you never hear stories of women. I'm sure there are, right? Because, you know, there's something for everybody. But you don't generally hear stories of women like perving out in the bathroom. Women don't, um, generally speaking, I don't think women find the bathroom to be such a lovely place of privacy okay, that men FYI, do. FYI, yeah. men don't either. It's it's not an Pervert erotic men's place. men. I, there is nothing erotic about the bathroom. Well, not and don't cast aspersions against an entire gender for no. pervs like this. Okay, this is a different story. But what I'm saying just is, generally speaking, men in a private bathroom experience they will spend a uh, more time than a lady person. Would women like to get in and out of the yeah, bathroom? But that's as not because as they find it sexy. No, I'm just saying that the bathroom, even that transfers to a public bathroom. We'd like to get in and out as quickly as possible. We don't want to chit chat. We don't want to. We just are doing the thing and getting out. Yeah, yep. guys don't loiter in the restroom. In a public restroom, I have never okay. loitered like hanging out at a urinal, going, "Oh God, I just want to relax." My point is that you don't see women. Being pervy in restrooms. Well, that's true. Whereas you do see men doing that. Like you don't see a woman like you've never heard me read a story on crazy, stupid idiots of a woman like taking out her boobs and, you know, looking at another woman in the restroom like, hey, what do you think of these? <laughs> Although, oddly, I'm actually sure that that has. Happened. Oh, I'm sure. But generally, as a rule, <laughs> oh, some college parties, I'm just saying. What? So what has happened to Mr. Uh, oh, he went to jail okay. and he said he was oh, sorry. Oh, I just saw his picture. Doesn't he look like the kind of guy that's probably <laughs> measuring his weenus? With his own personal homemade Cardboard ruler. ruler. Oh, like you couldn't even go to Home Depot or get one like of those things at the state fair. Yeah, you just get them for free. They give you a yardstick, you know? You yeah, can... can't you get a giant novelty one that blows up like a balloon? Duh. <laughs> All right. That's what she said. We have to go to China for this one. Okay. Um, and I want to tell you about a family who lives uh, near the city of Kunming in the Yunnan pr- province of China. Okay. And they adopted a lovely Tibetan Mastiff puppy. And oh. they were so excited. Mm. Um, and they brought home this uh, little puppy. They named him Little Black. And they were amazed because this puppy kept growing and growing and growing and had the well, mastiffs most, get pretty big they do but this puppy also had a very bizarre appetite they would uh they would have to feed this puppy a, a box of fruit two pu- two buckets of noodles every day and he grew to be over three feet tall and he weighed 250 pounds and it That's was only lot. then when they realized that their Tibetan Mastiff puppy preferred to stand on just his hind legs, it was only then that they realized that Little Black, their beloved Tibetan Mastiff puppy, was actually a bear. Um. Yes! Their dog was a bear? Yes! Okay. Are these the dumbest people in the world? Do they have cataracts? Uh, they had dog rats. <laughs> no? Okay. Dog rats. I mean that was a good reach, but I wouldn't I wouldn't go to 
I wouldn't put that in your show, is what I'm saying. That's not going to be I wouldn't put that in your, tonight. That's Sorry. not in your Netflix special. <laughs> no. <laughs> Too late. Uh, anyway, no, they uh, they didn't realize until after they this dog kept growing and was standing on its hind legs that it was I actually mean, a black what bear. What about a bear looks like a dog, people? Come on. I don't know. I, I don't, I'd have to look. Like yeah. a baby black bear. Look at a mastiff and look at a bear, please. I'm okay. looking at the picture of this animal. That is Definitely, definitely a, bear. a bear. That's like when people are like, we got this cute little cat at the side of the road. And it turns out to be like a 50 pound, like rabid raccoon. Oh my gosh. What, what about that said cat? Okay. But look at the baby black bear. It's the cutest darn thing you've ever yeah, seen. Until it eats you. Well, I know that's what I'm saying. But you, I mean, I wouldn't think that was that a does dog. not look like a dog at all. <laughs> but I, but it's cute until it eats you. Yeah. Hold on. I want to look at a Tibetan Mastiff Does puppy. Does not look like a bear. Trust. I mean, okay. Let me just do a side-by-side comparison. Um, Yeah, I don't know. No, it doesn't. You're no, right. Yeah. Dogs look like dogs. And bears look, bears like, look bears. like bears. And this family looks like know, a bunch of Maybe it's a idiots. remote village where they're not familiar with bears or dogs. Oh, my goodness. Uh, in any case, uh, they've had to uh, surrender the bear. Good. And actually, this is not the first time that this has happened. In the same area, a farmer in this province um, found what he thought was an abandoned dog in the woods. No. And it was actually a bear. Nope. His name is Scorpion. I think Scorpion. they need to, you know how you talked about life lessons? Mm-hmm. I think this village needs to have somebody stop by and do a a little show and tell. Mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to read through your answers to our daily snap judgment. This is a this or that question we ask on the My Talk 1071 Facebook page every day. And today the question we asked was... It's a National Chocolate Chip Day. So our question is chocolate cheeps or chocolate chunks? That is the question. You answered it. We will read through your answers and judge you accordingly. And we'll check in with our buddy Donnie after this on My Talk 1071. We've got a question on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and each day at this time, we go through your answers to our daily snap judgment. That is a this or that question that we ask on the My Talk 1071 Facebook page. And then we read through your answers and we judge you accordingly. And today, the question we asked was Today's question is chocolate chips or chocolate chunks? And uh, everybody came out to answer that. Bradley, would you like to hear the answers? I would. And let's see. Logan says chocolate chips. Who likes chunks too much? No, thank you. Uh, Plus, saying chunks is gross. Chunk a donk. Chunk a chunk, bird. Mm-hmm. You know that Tony's going to say oh, that big time when he comes in. Uh, Amber said chunks. Yum. They make a cookie so much better. Caroline said, chunks. You can never have too much chocolate. Chunk, 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 chunk. Jennifer said, chips. They get soft and melty. Chunks are just obnoxious. <laughs> My God, who are these people? I've had can it with those obnoxious chunks. Can you imagine meeting the person chunks. that's like, oh, you guys, chocolate chunks are so obnoxious. Kelsey said, chips. Sometimes even the baby chocolate chips work, but not the chunks. Jeez, I did not realize people had such, like, feelings. Chunk feelings. Seriously. Chunks are champs. Also, why do we call them chips? Because, you know, originally they were called morsels. 
I think technically they still are morsels. I don't know. It's a good question. But why do we call them chips? I don't know. Do you have the internet over there? Hey. <laughs> it's new. It's pretty cool. You know what? <laughs> you can Catching like on. Yeah. Your face is going to stay like that for the rest of your life. I hope so. Uh, hey, look who's here. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Hey, Donnie. Chips, babe. Oh, wow. Chunk, chunk. We thought you would just ka-chunk, go. Ka-chunk. That's what yeah, we I were know, anticipating. That. Yeah. Sagan, uh, I, I really liked your story about the woman who uh, thought she had a bull mastiff and it turned out to be a bear. I mean, dude, that's I, for real. I know it is for real, and this one isn't quite as crazy. But uh, this, uh, I posted this last week. A woman in China, she bought a uh, paid one hundred ninety dollars for a Japanese Spitz puppy, mm-hmm. and then she noticed that it never barked, and it wouldn't eat dog food. Uh oh, what was it? It's a fox. Oh, yeah, so. I think foxes are cute, but maybe oh, not yeah. good cats. No. Hey, also, I Googled it, uh, genius over there. Thank you. Uh, it does, there's no answer to that question. So, ha! Google didn't have an wow. answer? You not sh- for why do we call chocolate me. chips chocolate chips. Oh. Do you know, Donnie? Do you know? No. There's people calling. I wonder if they know. Because it's um, because of the size. Like a chip of something is always around that size. Chip of glass, chip of wood, chips. I don't know. I, mean, no. I love what you, what you're doing there. <laughs> no. That's that's an oft used technique that people employ, which is like if I just say it with enough conviction, it'll sound. It'll true. sound hey, like it, I know what I'm talking about. For me in the past, yeah. No, hey, I'm well, with you. it doesn't work anyway, here, uh, Donnie. <laughs> because they even describe chocolate chips as small chunks. Oh. So chippy is a small chunk. They're just yeah. a small chunk. Hey, a small trippy. chunk is a chip. Anyway, the um, question itself hmm. was chocolate chips or chocolate chunks. Kelly and I ask you, chips or chunks? I'm going to go chunk because more chocolate is always good. Chunk in the chunk. trunk? Yes, I would chunk like some in chunk trunk. in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chunks. Ding. Ding. Bradley? Oh, yeah. I would definitely say chunk. Yes. Jerseys. Yes. Who doesn't chunk want chunks? all day. Holly? Chips or chunks? Chips. Why? Chunks are two nineties. You progressed. Oh, I've moved on. Oh, I don't do I don't do chunks anymore. I got news for you. Chips are like uh, so (laughs) thirties. Like 1930s. Yeah, that means that they've moved so beyond nostalgia that they've come forward again and now they're really cool. Now they're they're chips are hipsters, yeah. Chipster. I'm a chipster. See? Gonna catch on, I tell you. So, are you saying? I'm just checking. Are you saying, Holly, if somebody brought you a chocolate chunk cookie, you'd turn it down? Well, no, I'm still gonna eat it. Okay, but you're just not gonna be happy. Why? Because it's too much chocolate. So ninety. That's that's the (laughs) argument I don't understand. I'm just kidding. Whoever said that? I'm sorry. That's just too much chocolate. I think what we're doing right now is we're mocking Holly for her true choice, and it's okay, Holly. Um, that's what the show is all about. All of a sudden, you developed a conscience. I felt bad for her because I oh, felt please. like she said chips <laughs> and she said it from the heart. Her. And then we just totally. Holly, I'm poo pooing your chocolate chunks. We chunked chunks. on her chips. <laughs> <laughs> up chunk. We up chunked. Oh my God. What's I'm used happening? to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Fine. Um, okay, so. Uh, do you make chocolate chunk cookies or do you make chocolate chip cookies? I make chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody makes chunk cookies anymore. That is very See, nice. Very thank nice. you. We've come full circle to my opinion being correct. Thank you. 
Can I throw this though? In the, can we just talk about this? Because we talked about this a little bit off the air, and I just want to go on record with this: the best chocolate chip cookies in the world. The best recipe is the Nestle Toll House chocolate chip cookie recipe. Does that recipe? The well, the question that I have that will determine if you are making a true or false statement is whether or not the original recipe has butter in it. Yes. Okay, then that is the correct answer. Yeah. It is because people who put who make chocolate chip cookies with vegetable shortening should probably be fired. No, that's, no that's why wrong. would you do that? No, what is the point of that? No. Is it healthier because it's vegetable? <laughs> no, oh, yeah. no, it's gluten free. No. You guys, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, okay. FYI, thank you. Funny. No, but why? What is the point of that? Like, what is the there reasoning is no, for it? I'm sure, like you know, some people will say it makes a flakier blobbity blue. That there's some sort of chemical property to mm-hmm. uh, veggie shortening that butter like butter might make it flatter it might not uh, it might be a flatter cookie with butter because of the way the oil separates or something when I was growing up we had shortening like in our cupboard we always had shortening yeah. I don't have that in my kitchen no, because no, we learned anymore. that you shouldn't be eating that yeah that just get some butter or yeah, some olive oil. And just oil. gnaw on that. Natural <laughs> oils, people. Oh, I do. I love the Nestle Toll House cookies with the butter. Yeah. All that other stuff is comes out of a like petroleum factory. You might as well put <laughs> diesel in your cookies. You might as well just drink <laughs> diesel and cookies. Oh, jeez. Sorry, Donnie. Does that offend you? Well, it's a little. Well, it's like I grew up on margarine. We were not a butter household. The only time I ever had butter was at Granny's house. Mm. And um, we always had tubs of margarine because that was healthy. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Light margarine. Light country crotch. What is it called? (laughs) Country crotch. You just called it shed cred country Country crotch. crotch. That's a. It was I, I shed think that's a spread. Porno. Isn't that a porno video? Country crotch. Yes. Oh, country crotch. Ding, 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 ding. Open that tub. <laughs> okay, Stop. enough. enough. Holly, you always take it and too far. And always at the she last does. minute. Yes. We got to go. We got to get out of here. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Lori and Julia coming up next. Thanks for Shed's listening. Spread. Country crotch. <laughs> Bye. It spreads real.